and welcome back to the podcast where we talk everything sports news, sports related. On the Past to Basket podcast, we cover NFL. Week 14 is upon us. And I was right a lot last week on my predictions. I went 12 and 3. So, pretty happy with how it turned out. But a beautiful Thursday. We got Thursday night football tonight. Will Baker Mayfield be starting tonight? Uh, against the Raiders, I have no idea. I love that Baker Mayfield was claimed off waivers. I don't think Baker Mayfield is as bad as everyone likes to point out. But uh, the the show's going to start off today where we're going to talk a little bit about a team that is getting a lot of hype and getting a lot of praise, and we all need to take a step back. And that is the Dallas Cowboys. We all saw what Tampa did the other night, right? Tom Brady, driving down the field, wins the game, five minutes left, he gets the ball, takes him on two scoring drives, wins. Yeah, see, this is the reason why I have said, if you get Brady in the playoffs, he can be dangerous. This is why I've said that Jalen Hurts and Tua, they are great players. We need to wait and see. And we saw what happened with Tua against the 49ers this past weekend. Looked a little off. He didn't look, you know, as great as he has in previous weeks. But what we saw with Brady was what we've seen pretty much throughout his career. The regular season, it's it's shaky for Brady. But all he needs to do is get in the playoffs. Same with Mahomes. Uh, same with Allen. Uh, Tua, Jalen Hurts, some of the, the younger guys that are kind of coming up and who have not been in those positions, they are going to have a rude awakening when you have to play Tom Brady in Tampa because he's not going to need a winning record to win that division. They're sitting at 500 right now. They could win that division under 500. But this is kind of what we talked about uh, in the past weeks about how I would love to see more from Jalen Hurts and Tua. And it's nothing against them. I just would love to see a little more. But the team that I want to talk about, and this is a team that I believe hype is building around, and another reason we need to take a step back is the Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys. Everyone has proclaimed them uh, Super Bowl uh, champions after they put 54 up, I believe. Uh, I think it was on the Colts, yeah. They put 54 up on the Colts, and 33 of those points came in the fourth quarter. And so everybody's raving, well, this team is Super Bowl bound. We're going to get Odell Beckham. We're going to get this and that, and this is going to happen, and you know, it's funny that a lot of the talking is done by the fan base. The fans seem to think this is their year, but they think every year is their year. So, whenever they say, oh, Dak is the next great quarterback, which he turned out not to be, now every Cowboys fan, funny how it works out, acknowledges that Dak Prescott is more of a game manager. Oh yeah, but but Zeke, Zeke is the the power back's going to carry... Well, now Cowboys fans, they've come to the realization that Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott, he's not really the superstar back he once was. Now they want Tony Pollard to start. Yeah, yeah, CD, CD Lamb, he's uh, he's going to be kind of a bust. He's not going to be that great, you know, and so, 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 all this. Well, now CD Lamb is emerging as a really good player. Cowboys fans love to overreact to everything. They love to proclaim what they think is going to happen, predict the future. They, they love to predict the future. So when they say Odell Beckham is coming to Dallas, 
gives me more reason to believe he's not actually coming to Dallas. Because Cowboys fans do this with the Super Bowl, and I love it. Because they say, this is our year, we're going to go to the Super Bowl, we're going to win it. And they get they get all this this pep around it, and they 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 make it bigger than it needs to be, and it, I think it psychs the cowboy players out. I think they see it. I think they see, oh, we're, we're pretty good this year. Hey, we're we're nine three. Uh, we're we're gonna make something happen, right? <laughs> and then it psychs them out, and the cycle starts all over again. And Jerry Jones does not help with this. He does not. He creates most of the drama that surrounds um, the Dallas Cowboys and everything that comes with them. Now, the way the NFC East sits is the Eagles are eleven and one, Cowboys are nine and three, Giants are seven and four, Commanders seven four and one, and Commanders are seven five and one. We tied. But do the Cowboys really think they're winning this division against the Eagles? No. No, and I I don't know why people seem to think that the Cowboys have a shot to do that. The Eagles are sitting very pretty up at the first spot. They just have to maintain some of their momentum going into the final stretch of the season, and they're going to win this division walking away. They will, and that's not an overreaction. What's an overreaction is saying that the Cowboys will go to Arizona and win the Super Bowl this year. I don't even have them getting to the Super Bowl. Because Cowboys will do Cowboys things. We saw the Browns. This is just, I've said this before. We saw the Browns this this past weekend. Browns did Browns things. I mean, they ended up winning the game, but they looked terrible. Deshaun Watson looked terrible. That's who he's going to be. I don't know. He's rusty. He may never get back to what he was. But Browns fans are going to try to convince themselves they made the right decision with Baker, even though they didn't. You should have kept Baker Mayfield. You wasted money. You brought in a guy with issues and now he's not playing that great in his first week back yeah I know he may get a little better but he's not going to be what he was I have, I have no faith in that I think I think what the Browns did everything that's happened there's too much distraction too much noise but again we had an overreaction just like we talked about there's so many overreactions um all in all, I just think that the Dallas Cowboys, they need to take a step back. Uh, will they get Odell in the Odell sweepstakes? Look, I don't know, but I think Odell Beckham would benefit from staying away from the Cowboys and Jerry Jones. In my opinion, I think he would do much better with the Bills, the Chiefs. I think he could even go back to New York Giants. I think those situations are more stable. Now, we know what he wants. He wants the big contract. He does want the big contract, but going into Dallas, let's let's remember something. The players wanted him. The fan base wanted him. Jerry, I don't know if Jerry wanted him. Would you be confident in signing somebody that you haven't seen work out coming off an ACL nine, ten months ago? Well, I'm not confident at all, and so uh, that's the issue. Now, we all realize that uh, uh, that issue of health, that issue of availability is here every time. Uh, just this one is uh, very obvious and very pointed toward his injury that he had occurred last year in the Super Bowl. So we've got to come in with our eyes wide open, and it has to be addressed. And that's when you see if you can uh, make a deal or not. And that's exactly why I just think it would benefit Odell to stay away. Because it's been reported that the Dallas Cowboys have leaked that 
Odell Beckham may not be ready to go this year. May not be ready to go. So that is personal injuries. Uh, they, they were upset that he couldn't work out, I believe, and then they did their physical on him and everything, and uh, the doctors looked at the knee and said, you know what, this guy might not be able to go. And the Cowboys were like, well, we want to get him at a discount, so we're just going to leak this information. Now, that's not been uh, found to be uh, proved or not, but we can all kind of assume that you know Jerry Jones and the Cowboys would love to get Odell at a discount. But Odell should just want to stay as far away <laughs> as he can. The, the Cowboys, obviously, they they want his services for this year to help them now. Now, I'm not saying that because I, I dislike the Cowboys. I do dislike the Cowboys. But I think every team should try and pursue Odell. It makes their team better. It makes them uh, playoff contenders. It makes them Super Bowl contenders, some teams. The Eagles would benefit from having him. The Cowboys would more than benefit from having him. The Giants would benefit, even though I don't believe the Giants are a playoff team. Chiefs, Bills, etc., you get it. But the Cowboys would benefit from Odell, but I don't believe Odell would benefit from the Cowboys. And what I mean by that is I think they would love to have him, but I don't think they want to give him the money or the security of the contract that he deserves. I think Odell deserves a big contract. Sometimes I sit up here and I say, this guy's older, he doesn't deserve this contract. Uh, I think his best years are behind him. Uh, don't, don't give him that money. But Odell was on pace to be the Super Bowl MVP last year before he got hurt. And it was a zero-contact injury. He was just running, and uh, the ACL gave out again. Second ACL surgery. I know it's a lot to give up for a guy like Odell. But with everything considered, when I, I, I get it. This is, these are the moments right here where I believe that Cowboys, Browns, some of these teams that have been in these ruts, they have moments where they can make the right decision. The moment last year was when Baker Mayfield could resign with the Cleveland Browns, and the Cleveland Browns did what they always do. They mess it up. They miss their moment. They plunge themselves back in to the, the hole of <laughs> unstableness and unpredictability and letting our fans down and chaos they went back to that cowboys they have an opportunity here they have an opportunity to change things don't get your hopes up don't go all in on this year don't think that signing odell will make you win this year think that signing odell this year will help you win next year Look at the long-term plan. This is the concept that I'm not a fan of, that the Rams, specifically them, have created. They have created the idea that you need to load up on talent late in the season to win. That's just not the case. You don't need to do that. The Cowboys got good chemistry. Bengals got good chemistry. Eagles, good chemistry. Chiefs, good chemistry. Bills, good chemistry. Eagles, all these teams. They don't need Odell. They all view Odell as a complimentary piece to help them win. But you don't need him this year. I think you need him next year when he's fully healthy. You don't need him this year because I believe that this year he won't be able to contribute much. Next year, however, next year I think he will contribute. And these teams, they look at right now all because the Rams looked at right now. The Rams aren't winning the next five years. 
you think the Rams are going to come back and be Super Bowl contenders next year? No, not the year after, not the year after that. They're done. You pushed all your chips to the table. You bet all your money on one round, and that was it. You were able to play one game of poker. You pushed everything to the table. You had nothing left for the next 10 games. And now you have to sit, and you got to watch. And this is my whole point. This is why I believe that the Patriots were so special during that dynasty, and even the Steelers were special during their dynasty. I could go on and on. There were, there were teams like uh, the Broncos back in the 90s. They they had a good thing going. The, these teams, these special teams that get there and win multiple Super Bowls are way more impressive to me than the te- teams that win one and never get there again. Packers won one with Aaron Rodgers. Great. The next how many how many years? Ten years, thirteen, twelve years. Eh, been nothing great. It's been mediocre. Russell Wilson won one with the Seahawks. The Legion of uh, Boom defense. What happened? Nothing. They didn't they didn't win another Super Bowl. <laughs> they got there, they lost. You know? But those teams that are able to sustain it and win more than one Super Bowl are ten times more impressive to me than a team that just wins one. We've talked about it before. Chiefs could fall into that, you know, that category of just winning one. And then it's kind of like, yeah, you won one, but you had Mahomes for the next 13 years, and you really couldn't win another one, and now you're not going to find another Mahomes. But all in all, this is the overreaction that the Rams have created. And the Dallas Cowboys and the Browns, they've fallen... They not the Browns so much, but the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys can make a decision here to not <laughs> not give in and not go all in on this year. Like I know Cowboys fans want to. I know Cowboys fans want to. I know Cowboys in general they want to. Cowboys players, this is our year. Take a step back. You're building something great here. Let it marinate. Let it become something great. If you don't win a Super Bowl this year, regroup for next year. But you know what? Then the Cowboy hater in me just believes Cowboys will do what Cowboys do every single playoffs. And even though <laughs> I try not to let my biasness uh, in this podcast happen, I really do hope the Cowboys, they just you know, overthink it, over- get in their heads, and I really do hope that things don't change. Maybe I'll be wrong, but hey, I hope I'm. Uh, I'm hope I'm right. I hope I'm right, and that Cowboys and Cowboys fans overreact and say we're going in all in on this year. This is our year, and nothing happens. I mean, they're over, they've already started doing it. So, <laughs> all right, I want to shift my attention to Kansas City versus the Bengals when Joe Burrow came in there and beat Kansas City. Um, Joe Burrow looked good. Joe Burrow looked uh, confident in the pocket. He has the Chiefs' number. The Chiefs have to figure this out. There's there's not a big story here, but there's a smaller story of a rivalry that's brewing for the next few years, and it'll be Patrick Mahomes versus Joe Burrow. Uh, Kind of the question that I'm asking is, like, who do I trust more in the the playoffs? I, I trust more after watching that game, and I'm gonna tell you why. I trust more the Chiefs in the playoffs against the Bengals. Now, I know it's kind of going against the grain. Uh, the, the Bengals have beaten the Chiefs three times. They haven't 
He's 3-0 and versus Patrick Mahomes in regular season and in the playoffs. Um, but I truly believe the Chiefs would beat the Bengals in the playoffs if, if they started today and they had to play each other. For the simple fact of when you see this, you see a trend. You see three times they've dominated the Chiefs. One time it has to give. One time it has to go the other way. And I think that it's due for the Chiefs to get that win against the Bengals in the playoffs. I trust Patrick Mahomes. I trust Travis Kelsey. I don't trust their defense. But there are parts of the Bengals that I don't trust either. I mean, the Super Bowl did happen, and they didn't get the win in the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow, of course Joe Burrow is an amazing quarterback. And he's pretty much, in my opinion, he he has the poise and the confidence. He, he doesn't look ever rattled. They got a great kicker. That defense, they don't have a lot of pieces. Now, I do like the Bengals' defense more than the Chiefs, but I'm giving the edge to the Chiefs simply because of the playmaking of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And when you see the team get beat three times by an opposing team like the Bengals, it triggers something in you in the playoffs. It just does. It just does. It, it's the age-old mantra of... <laughs> <laughs> you kind of get in your heads about stuff. Uh, the Patriots went and lost to the Giants, and then they went again and faced the Giants in the Super Bowl. Twice they lost to them. Couldn't beat them. There's just something there. And I think if you get beaten by a team three times in a row, you're going to get your revenge. Uh, I I personally, th this Super Bowl, I, I've made some predictions in the past of who I think will go. I'm not ready to commit to anyone just yet. There's still so many moving pieces in the NFL. It's too hard to say who is definitely in the Super Bowl picture and who's not uh, right now. If I had to pick a few front runners, I would probably pick the Kansas City Chiefs, Bills, a um, couple teams there. I'm trying to think for the NFC. I, I got to go Eagles. I'd probably give 49ers. Um, I'm not going to give the Cowboys <laughs> the chance, but th those are a couple teams for them too. There's also a few more I'm not getting to. Uh, just in some other NFL news, uh, Baker Mayfield has joined the Rams. They claimed him off the waiver wire from the Carolina Panthers. I like Baker. I know there's a lot of Baker hate going around, but I like Baker. Truthfully, uh, truthfully I do. I think that uh, he could maybe get the start tonight. He, it's reported that Sean Faye said they're working through uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, his, working on his status, uh, seeing what he can do. They're kind of... Uh, testing out the waters, you could say, before tonight. I don't know if he gets the start tonight. Uh, John Wolford could get the start. I think you should just start Baker Mayfield, see what happens. The You lost Matthew Stafford. <laughs> you don't have a great option at quarterback. You might as well start Baker Mayfield. He might make some magic happen. You never know. There there were reports, because um, Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt, another big story. Uh, don't know how far uh, Brock Purdy could take them. He looked good. He looked decent against the Dolphins, you know. Just filling in for Jimmy G. Don't know how far Purdy could take them. But there's rumors that the Rams just did this to keep him away from the 49ers. <laughs> I don't know if I buy that. I think they saw a decent QB come on the market, and they jumped on it. So I'm happy to see Baker get picked up. I, I don't get all the Baker hate. I, I really don't. Um, people just love to hate on someone who's you know, passionate. He cares a lot. He may not always say the right things, but who does? And I think that if you put a good team around him, he can be a winner. The Browns were good with Baker. Everyone forgets that. The Browns were good. Got to put a good team around him, though.
So awesome, awesome story there. We're going to see what happens with that tonight. All right, time to get into my highs and lows of the week. I mean, I dropped out in the fourth grade to run drugs to support my now. That means you haven't known the triumphs and defeats, the epic highs and lows of high school football. And time for my lows of the week. That's where we're going to start with the low. It's that the Cowboys let Odell Beckham Jr. walk out the front door. Did not even uh, bat an eyelash. Uh, He could have helped you next year. I think that's just a huge mistake. A huge mistake to let him just leave the building. He could go somewhere else and sign. I think you should have looked at next year. Don't always have to look at the immediate future, Cowboys fans. All right, then my high of the week. Aaron Judge, he cashes in with a nine-year, $360 million Yankees deal, and the Yankees staying right there in New York. Uh, that's my high of the week. You had to re-sign him. The The Yankees, they still need to get good pitching. I'm not impressed with their pitching. It always seems to be the issue there, but they had to go. They had to re-sign Aaron Judge. You could not let him walk, could not let him get to the Giants, because uh, the Giants were reportedly interested, and a few other teams were. Those are my highs and lows of the week. All right, time to get into my NFL predictions, my Week 14 NFL predictions. Now, I went 12-3 and last week. I just got to say, I I went 12-3, and and I was pretty impressed with myself. Not trying to brag, but my overall record, it currently stands at 104-78. to So we're going to see what happens this week. We got a great game tonight. We're going to start it off. We got the Raiders at the Rams. I have the Rams winning this game 14-10. Going to be a little bit closer of a game tonight. But I do like that they brought in Baker Mayfield. He has a little more fire to him than Perkins and Wolford, their their quarterbacks. Ever since Stafford went out, they've, they've definitely had to find a groove with a new quarterback. I like the Rams getting the win. Nothing against the Raiders, but the Raiders are... So, so, so up and down this year. So I got the Rams winning this game. Okay, then we got the Vikings going up against the Lions. Uh, I got Kirk Cousins and the Vikings winning this game, 28-14. I like the Lions, how much fight they have in them. They're definitely on the right track. Uh, You got to keep Dan Campbell. I was in the mindset you got to let him go at one point this year, but... He just got, he's got these guys playing with fire. And you know in a couple years it's going to take off and it's going to pay off. Hold it down, Lions. Just hold it down. Show that you're committed to this team. Don't overreact. Don't do it. Keep him. He's a good coach. See what happens. I got the, the Vikings winning this game, though, tonight, 28-14. Even though that Lions offense has, has really popped off, I just I have a little more faith in the Vikings. They're currently sitting 10-2. So the the Vikings win that game. Uh, Then we got the Ravens at Steelers. Uh, Steelers get the win 21-13. Kenny Pickett, he's looked better. The Ravens, Tyler Huntley is starting. Uh, Lamar Jackson's injured. Ravens just seem a little bit in and out of it this year. I got the Steelers winning this game. All right, then we go to the Browns and Bengals. The Bengals will win 17-10. Like I've said, I think Joe Burrow, he definitely has the it factor the Browns always do what Browns do. They're not going to win tonight. I or you know win this weekend. I believe I got the Bengals winning, and Deshaun Watson looks a little better, but not great. So the Bengals get this win, seventeen uh, ten. All right, then we go on Jets and Bills. Jets show a lot of fight this year. They're kind of like the Lions. They have a lot, uh, a lot in them. But I think the Bills will get this win, twenty three twenty one. It's going to be a little bit closer. Allen has been up and down, and the Bills have been up and down the past few weeks. 
but I got to give the edge to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, 23-21, they get the win. And Mike White, Mike White doesn't look too bad. We'll see if he can keep that up. All right, Texans at Cowboys, big Texas matchup. Uh, the Cowboys are going to win this game, no surprise. The Cowboys actually have one of the easier schedules out of this year. I think they're going to win a lot of their games. They're going to beat the Texans tonight, 33-20. Just going to be, or not tonight, this weekend. Keep saying tonight. Uh, they're they're going to beat them this weekend. All right, and we got the Eagles at Giants. Eagles get the win, 28-23. And it's going to help me if they get the win. So I'm going to be rooting for the Eagles because my commanders will benefit from that. So hopefully the Eagles get the win. I think they will just because they're the more well-rounded team. The Giants, they're going to add a few pieces. They're going to be just fine the next couple of years. But Eagles get the win. Titans uh, going up against the Jaguars. Jaguars coming into Nashville. Titans are going to get the win here. Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill. Jaguars, look, again, you need a few years. Doug Peterson... Trevor Lawrence, they're going to have something going there in a few years. But right now, uh, Titans are going to get this win. It's 17-16. Chiefs go to Broncos. Chiefs are going to win this game. I don't need to. We don't need to <laughs> make a big deal here. 31-20, I think the Broncos will put up some more points this uh, this game than last week. They're definitely going to. Uh, but the, the Chiefs get the win uh, 31-20. All right, Panthers at Seahawks. Panthers have Sam Darnold. They're rolling with him the rest of the year. Uh, they lost Baker. I think they should have just kept starting Baker. But obviously something wasn't working. Maybe Baker, he's going to benefit too, too maybe from going to the Rams. Panthers, though, go up against the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks get the win 2017 in a close matchup. Geno Smith still playing great this year. Buccaneers at 49ers. Brock Purdy playing against the GOAT. I have the 49ers winning this. And the reason I got the 49ers winning is it's not just about the quarterbacks. Everyone wants to make a big deal about the quarterbacks. But the 49ers defense is so good. They also got Christian McCaffrey. They got Brandon Ioku. They got Debo Samuels, George Kittle. Running backs that can that can move the ball. Playmakers get the ball in their hand. Brock Purdy get the ball in their hands, and they will uh, make something happen. So I got the 49ers winning 23-13. All right, Dolphins at Chargers. I got the Dolphins winning. They're going to have a bounce-back game. 31-28, they win. The Chargers haven't looked the best. I think they'll put up some some good points against the Dolphins. We saw a little bit, some struggles from Tua last week. We kind of, this is what I kind of predicted. Let's see how, how he does the rest of the year. Let's see how Jalen Hurts does. Let's see how next year plays out. Then we can start giving these guys MVPs. Okay, but the Dolphins get the win, 31-28 against the Chargers. Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert needs a, a new coach there at San Diego. So, or I mean L.A. It's not San Diego anymore. So Dolphins win, 31-28. Cardinals going up against the Patriots. Patriots coming to Arizona. I have the Cardinals winning this game, 21-14. There's just too many... Too many what-ifs with the Patriots. I, I I don't even know what's happening with them. Who's their offensive coordinator? A couple guys are doing it. Bill Belichick's trying to manage everything. Uh, Mac Jones has regressed. Even though the, the Arizona Cardinals are terrible right now, they need to fire their coach, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, get some, some fresh blood in there. Uh, Kyler Murray, I don't know what's up with him either. He seems to be on a roller coaster of, I'm going to play great. This snap, not play great this snap. I just, I don't like watching either of these teams. I really don't. Out of all these teams, I would rather not watch them on Monday Night Football. <laughs> I wish they would switch this uh, 
switch this game up and we could get a better uh, better game in there for Monday Night Football. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Oh, well, what a great show today. My commanders tied. Um, Taylor Heineke keeps showing me I should believe in him. I, I hope he keeps playing the way they, uh, that we do. Look, ties are not always a bad thing. A loss is way worse than a tie. I would have rather us win that game, have a winner maybe, but hey, all it's all about just making the playoffs. We get into the playoffs, anything can happen. That's the mantra for every team, really. If your team gets in the playoffs, anything can happen. <laughs> That's why I've said, if Brady gets in the playoffs, watch out. Everyone's counting out the Bucks in the NFC. Um, but he gets into the playoffs, gets that the home field advantage, things can turn around. When Brady, what he proved to me the other night, when he drove that football down and scored two times within five minutes of the fourth, fourth quarter, scored with like three seconds left on the clock to win the game, all that proves to me is Brady, number one, is the GOAT, and you can't count him out. And if they get into the playoffs, that's where he makes the most noise. So <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Love to see the Cowboys lose to the Bucks, though. I mean, all in all, that could be the big matchup. Cowboys won't be getting first in our division, the NFC East, so they would have to get the wild card spot, and they would then go on the road to Tampa. And I just I trust Brady more in the playoffs than I do the Cowboys or Dak. So uh, it'd be interesting to see. Washington Commanders don't know if we'll make it this year, but Ron Rivera, I believe in Ron Rivera. We need to keep that uh, core group together. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. This has been Passive Patrick. Follow me on all my social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, listen to the podcast, leave a review, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Catch you next week.